Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. We're going to talk types of risk. Most people don't realize how many different kinds of risks are out there. Uh, obviously, there's tons of risk in life in general. Of course, we're talking about financial risks. So we're going to get into that conversation here with Eric. 515-226-1500 is the number to call if you want to get into the conversation for your own situation and discuss the kind of risk you might be taking and whether or not you're comfortable with that. Uh, it's the complimentary number, the same number we give out every week that you can get onto the calendar, come in for that consultation and conversation. 515-226-1500. Also, if you'd like to pick up a copy of this week's brochure we're giving out here on the program, it's Retiring in Uncertain Times. That's complimentary as well. Just call them and let them know. 515-226-1500. It's a great little paper to get started on. Uh, 515-226-1500. Or stop by the website, askericpeterson.com. That's askericpeterson.com. All right, Eric, so let's talk about risk. Break them down a little bit for us. We'll go through some of these things. Uh, I think when you're talking about risk in general, we tend to think of some of the biggies. So we'll start with the biggie financially, and that's usually market risk when people think of it. Right. And by market, we mean stock market risk. So not like supermarket risk. <laughs> Although there is a risk there, too. But yeah. There is. There is. Um, so stock market risk. And, and it's just that you know the markets are sometimes doing good, and sometimes they're not doing so good. So it's all the economic conditions that go into that, where interest rates are at, where it's inflation, where it's unemployment at. Those are the big headline ones. So it's easy for people to kind of get divorced from what the stock market actually is. You think about this. You're buying a piece of a company because you don't want to start your own company. Right. You know, I jokingly, in my class, I'll talk about, you know, if you're if you're good, um, maybe with tinkering around, you know, just start in your um, garage and make the new, uh, the next new phone, next new iPhone, sure. right? yeah. Can you do that? Probably not. So what you're going to do is you're going to buy a piece of a company that does that, right? Right. Now, other people are going to value that company differently under the different economic conditions, and that's, what it, that's why it goes up and it goes down. They have a new product launch. It's successful. You know, everyone wants it. Revenues are up. Sales are up. All that kind of stuff. So demand for it goes up, and it appreciates in price. And long term, is done you know pretty darn well. But then the companies can do something dumb, right? Like look at Anheuser Busch, like uh, this marketing fiasco. Uh, that's yeah, I was going to say. Now that's funny. You went. I was going to say like Crystal Pepsi. You remember that? Or, yes. Or New Coke. New Coke. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the Anheuser Busch is a good one too. Yeah, so you could do something that all of a sudden, and now in our political climate, could have a really disastrous effect. And that, that's the market risk, right? Companies are made up of a collection of human beings, and human beings are unfortunately fallible. <laughs> fallible. Yeah, yeah, they're going to exactly. make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, what you look at is over the long term, do they correct those mistakes, and does the market come back around? You know, one of the things that's um, shocking to me right now, I'm not sure if uh, you've seen it, but one of the uh, most sought-after office accessories is now this big Stanley water container. Have you okay. seen those? No, uh-uh. 
So Stanley, which years ago made thermoses for construction right. workers yeah, yeah, and stuff, okay. yeah. the old heavy-duty ones, well, now they make these. Um, my wife has one. My daughter has one. And everyone wants one. It's this big uh, water cooler or a water jug. But they modified the bottom of it to where it's small enough that it fits into your cup holder in your car. Like the size of a soda can. Oh, okay. But the other, but then it goes, then it tapers up and it's big and it's heavy. And I think some That's people use it. It's got to be a it. weird look to it. I'm trying uh, to they, they it do. They look very industrial, but yeah. you can get them all different colors. You can get pink and gray and, you know, stuff like that. Right. I think it serves two purposes for them. One, it keeps them hydrated. And two, it could be used as a weapon <laughs> to defend <laughs> somebody. Swing off. that thing, right. Because they are pretty darn heavy. But here's a company that was probably irrelevant for a little while, reinvented itself, right? Mm-hmm. And now, now it's the most sought after um, office accessory. Because everyone wants kind of like carrying a, a Starbucks cup, right? It's just one of those things. Oh, you have a Stanley. Yeah. Um, so Ooh. companies do that, right? They may be in favor, out of favor, those kinds of things. So over the long haul, what you're looking for them is to appreciate better than you could do yeah. saving in a CD or saving in a savings account. Because companies produce things, people want it, and they grow. That's why you buy them. But there are risks involved when exactly. you buy stocks. And we know that we're going to have to have some market risk because we're going to have to keep up with one of our other risks here in just a minute. So, I mean, sometimes we have to think about how we're going to do that. And market is the market is one of those ways that we do that. still kind of the greatest way to do that. But before we get to that one, let's do number two, interest rate risk. Uh, probably something we hadn't paid a lot of attention to for a while, Eric, because they were yeah, pretty low. So They know. were low until they raised them up, and they raised them up pretty fast. What, 10, 11 times last year, yeah. within the last year? When they go from, you know, quarter of a point up to, you know, what, five now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so what that has caused, if you look at the failures of the banks over the last month or so, this is what's causing it, is this interest rate risk. So. If you bought anything fixed income security-wise a couple of years ago, today that is worth less, not worthless, but worth less in value than what it was when you bought it because of interest rate risk. So if you have a bond, and let's say it's paying you an interest rate, let's say 2% interest rate, which you bought it for, well, now you can get 5% on bonds, right? So in order to make your bond attractive to somebody else to buy it from you, you have to sell it for less than what it's worth so that they still get the income, the 2%, but at the end they'll get more money when, they, when it's called, comes due, and that will equal a 5% rate of return. So you have to take what's called a discount on that interest rate instrument, a bond. So that's what happened to some of these banks. They, they People need the money, right? Because if you go say, hey, I want my money, the bank has to give you your money. If they bought bonds with them, they gotta sell those bonds. So interest rate is what the problem was. Mm-hmm. What it does for you, um, as an investor or as a retirement planner, if you have bonds in your portfolio, especially bond funds, they got hit last year. 2022 was one of the first years since about 1935 where both stocks and bonds were down at the same time. Right. And handedly, bond funds down almost 15% last year. So you're trying to be safer than stocks, and you lost 15%. So you need to find safer alternatives, better alternatives, and that's what we – Uh, show people here at Peterson Financial Group that work really really well for their retirements. All right. So that was risk type number two, interest rate risk. So let's go to the third one, which is inflation risk, which also uh, we kind of tend to forget about, but we've been starkly reminded over the last year or so. And again, one of the reasons you might be taking risk in the market is to keep up with this one. Correct. Because if you're not growing your money, then your purchasing power is decreasing each year. And last year decreased by quite a bit. So inflation risk doesn't hurt as bad while you're working because you're getting some cost of living increases, maybe promotions, raises, that kind of stuff. Right. But when you retire on a fixed income, or 
I don't want to say fixed income because your income is whatever you want it to be. You can pull money out of your you know, retirement plans. You got Social Security, maybe a pension, but you pull the money out that you need. So you only want to pull out what you do need because you got to pay tax on everything. So now you got to pull out more because the cost of stuff is higher, which means you're paying more tax as well. So it's kind of a vicious circle, um, if you will. But that's why retirees complain more about it than non-retirees because they have to pull more money out of their retirement plans. And their money might might not go as long, right, because they have to use more of it because they got combat inflation. Um, but it can be a nasty thing. But that's why you do have to have growth is to combat this thing called inflation. Yep. Even when it's normal, it's still going to be there. And over time, it's not going to make things rough. So if you, you know, we've said it a million times, if you think you can retire on $5,000 today, well, what does that look like in 30 years? That's probably it's over $12,000. over 12, yep. At just 3% inflation. Exactly. Yes. At normal inflation. Right. Exactly. All right. Number four, tax rate risk. Well, I mean, this has to be there, right, on there, just because everything is so expensive. And at some point, we've got to pay these bills. Correct. We are um, in debt to trillions and trillions of dollars. Beyond the eyeballs. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't like they're slowing down anytime soon. So the, the only way the government pays that is by taxes that they raise. And so think about all that money you have in a 401k or IRA or their type of qualified plan. You have not paid any tax on that yet, but you will pay tax when you take it out or when you're forced to take it out, which now they moved to 73 and 75 years old for those required minimum distribution ages. But 100% of that's taxable. So all they have to do is just ratchet up the tax rates and they get more money. And they're going to have to raise them. So understanding your tax rate in retirement on how you can modify it or be in control of it. Mm-hmm. We talked about the white paper we have when the first thing is control what you can control. Yep. Well, the income that you receive in retirement, you get to control, which means you control how much tax you pay. So understanding that is going to really empower you and the choices that you'll make as you take income in retirement to reduce that tax liability. Absolutely. So great point for sure. And that brings us to number five, which is, well, I mean, basically it's the grand poobah in a way because it magnifies all these other ones. Eric, that's longevity risk. I mean, unfortunately, in a, in a weird way of looking at it, uh, it doesn't necessarily pay to get older for a long time because <laughs> everything gets multiplied. But we all want to do it, which is you know the point. Right. We have a cartoon that we show in our class that say, I've run the numbers on your retirement. Have you considered dying young? Well, that actually, it's hilarious. That's with a quote that I saw for this week I was going to toss out at you. It says, money is something you got to make in case you die, or in case you don't die, excuse me. Right. You know? So, you know, if, you're, if, if the longer you live in retirement, the more you're exposed to market risk, interest rate risk, inflation risk, and tax risk, right? The, just like any risk in life, the longer yeah. you're around, the more exposure you have to it. Mm-hmm. And they exasperate, right? The longer retirement is for you, the more the the uh, inflation risk is going to impact you because things are going to keep going up and up and up, and the more market cycles you're going to be exposed to. So just need to have a plan that addresses that. And you can take longevity risk off the table when it comes to income. That's what a pension does. That's what Social Security does, right? Because they pay you for the rest of your life. And you can manufacture those on your own. You can create a personal pension for yourself that'll take this longevity, the risk of outliving your money, off the table. And so, those are. I mean, there's wonderful things that'll do that. Just put yourself in a position of control. So, if you'd like to find out about those, or it, it, part of the planning process we take people through, or the, the retirement readiness review, is we're going to show you some of these tools where you can take some of these risks that you want yeah. off the table. Do a risk analysis, right? 
Yeah, not just risks in the world stock market, but also the other risks that you have, right? right Taxes, right. inflation, that kind of stuff. So how you can put yourself in a position of control is what we're trying to do for folks. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now, 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk in including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.